This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Since the start of the COVID-19 crisis, the government has committed almost $100 million over four budgets to support Singapore's economy. This afternoon, Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister Heng Swee Keat announced that $8 billion more will be spent to save jobs and create new ones. Together, we must continue to adapt to the rapidly changing situation. We designed our measures to give us flexibility for adjustments as the crisis progresses. Some of these measures are ending soon. It is therefore timely for us to advance our strategies in three areas. First, we'll continue to support jobs and create new ones. Second, we'll provide further support for sectors which are hit the hardest. Third, we must position ourselves to seize growth opportunities in a post-COVID world. Let's take a closer look at what Mr Heng announced this afternoon. First, the Jobs Support Scheme will be extended for seven months from now up to March 2021. JSS will continue to support up to 50% of wage levels, but it will be adjusted for different sectors based on their projected recovery. Next, the government is launching the Jobs Growth Incentive with a special focus on mature workers. The $1 billion program encourages firms to increase their headcount over the next six months. For each new local hire, the government will provide a wage subsidy for 12 months of up to 25% for those below 40 years old and up to 50% for those aged 40 and above. For unemployed and low-wage workers, the COVID-19 support grant introduced in May will be extended until this December. And the Workfare Special Payment will include those who are on the Workfare Income Supplement Scheme this year. And the government plans further support for three sectors in particular, aerospace, aviation and tourism to preserve their core capabilities. An additional $187 million will be allocated to provide cost relief and support to regain Singapore's air connectivity to the world. In addition, a temporary redeployment program will be scaled up for workers in the aviation sector and $320 million will be set aside to boost domestic tourism through tourism credits called Singapore Rediscovers Vouchers. And finally, to transform the economy for the post-COVID-19 world, the government will inject up to $150 million to enhance the Startup SG Founder Programme. We're now joined by the Straits Times Associate Editor Vikram Khanna to help break down the details. Vikram, for a start, what stood out the most for you in DPM Hing's ministerial statement today? I think there are three things that are particularly noteworthy. One is the extension of the job support scheme as well as its more careful targeting and focusing so that different sectors get different levels of support. The other thing is the new jobs growth uh, incentives mm -hmm. provides wage subsidies to enable employers to hire more workers with higher subsidies being given uh, to hire older workers. And the third is, is the uh, extension of the uh, COVID support grant to help the unemployed till the end of the year. 
So I think these are the three big things. I mean, there are also some other things such as special support for the worst affected sectors like aviation, so on, and help for the startup. But I think these were the three main takeaways for me. Right. Well, Vikram, well, let's take a closer look at the changes to the job support scheme, which you say is uh, now more targeted, more focused. While it's extended for another seven months, the support provider will vary according to the sectors. Firms in the aerospace, aviation and tourism sectors that have been the hardest hit will receive 50% wage support until March next year. The built environment sector will get 50% wage support for two more months before the support is lowered to 30%. The arts and entertainment, food services, land transport, marine and offshore, as well as the retail sectors uh, will receive 30% wage support also for seven more months. And the large majority of the remaining sectors will get 10% support for the seven months. The few sectors that are managing well, including biomedical sciences, financial services and ICT, will receive 10% support until December this year. So Vikram, the question is, what do you make of this targeted, focused approach to the JSS? Will the revised support be enough for the firms to continue getting back on their feet and avoid any retrenchments, hopefully, of workers or even the risk of shutting? Okay, now the, the targeted approach makes sense because I think the impact of COVID-19 has been very variable across sectors. There are some sectors that are doing all right, for example, finance, uh, for example, the biomed sector. A few sectors are doing even better during COVID than before COVID, uh, such as e-commerce sector, the biomed is another case. Whereas some sectors, are, many sectors are struggling. So it would be wasteful and unfair to give equal type of support across the board. So you do have to differentiate. Um, but that said, I mean, there, there are still issues. I mean, I think we have to be realistic. Uh, the government has said that it cannot save every firm. It cannot save every job. And even within sectors, there are different companies that are differently positioned. So, for example, in retail, you have mom and pop shops on the one end, then you have the big department stores on the other side, and you have the supermarkets, the, you know, the, the, uh, yeah, the supermarkets, which are doing very well, whereas the mom and pops could be struggling. So it's the same sector, but different companies are doing differently. Or you look at the restaurants. I mean, you have small family-run restaurants on the one side and hawkers, and then you have the big chains, you know, which are also part of the restaurant sector. So they are differently positioned. They may be differently leveraged. They may have different staying power. So not all companies in every sector are doing the same, and but they're going to get the similar levels of support. So. I think there could be issues for some companies in in different sectors. The same is true of hotels and the whole hospitality sector. The big hotels are able to provide staycations, right? Mm -hmm. But the, the backpacker hostels are not able to do that. So you have a differential situation within the sector. So I think there will be some companies that will have problems, even despite this this uh, this support. It will help, but it is not going to solve everybody's problems. There will still be layoffs even in the sectors that are being helped. All right. Now, there were other support measures uh, that were announced in the previous budget statements, like the foreign worker levy waivers and the financial assistance uh, for the self-employed or the SIRS. Now, these schemes, they are ending soon, but DPM Hing did not make any mention of them today. Do we take that these measures then will not be extended? Well, that is not clear. But let me just say that for the foreign workers levy, I mean, the, the dormitories have now been cleared of COVID-19. 
the foreign workers are coming back. So there's no reason really to keep extending the, 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 the waivers or the rebates on the foreign worker levies. So that's one thing. As for the SERS, the self-employed relief uh, scheme, um, the, the next payment goes out in October. I mean, so there's still some time. I mean, it's not clear whether it'll be renewed after they extended after that or not, but it's it hasn't expired yet. Right. Well, Vikram, uh, DPM Hing revealed that this round of continued support will cost $8 billion. The funding will come from the reallocation of monies from other areas like development expenditures that were delayed due to the pandemic instead of drawing on past reserves. So the fact that we're not tapping these past reserves like the previous four budgets, does that signify anything? Does it mean anything? Well, it, it seems the prudent way to go about it. I mean, Tapping on past reserves should not be the first option. It should be the last. So I think what, what the government has decided to do is take money from areas where it's not being used, like development projects which have been held up because of COVID, and deploy it for this assistance. Now, of course, those development projects will eventually have to get done. But by the time that happens, hopefully these, these measures will, will be tapered off. So you will not, you will not have to uh, have this expenditure that, that we now have and we will have money freed up for those development projects. But that's the prudent thing to do. You don't want to go to reserves as a first resort. Yeah. Well, uh, great points there, Vikram. And uh, as always, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Always a pleasure to speak with you. We were speaking to Associate Editor at The Straits Times, Vikram Khanna. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.